0: my name is Gary Shotton and I'm here as a part of this global effort to inspire better business and I hope you'll be a part of this in many ways. Today I'm going to talk about reducing costs. Reducing costs. You see uh, from accounting standpoint uh, your profit obviously is the difference between your sales volume or your sales revenue. Minus your cost, and costs could be broken down into uh, your direct costs, or and uh, another category of your overhead or indirect costs. But as you go along in your company and you're trying to make profit, one of the best things you can do is to reduce costs, and that's kind of a tricky um, endeavor because. Sometimes, if you're not careful, you reduce costs by cutting out something that was valuable to your customers and your customers wish that you hadn't reduced that. Uh, Lack of service or uh, product size or our size of of, uh, The the uh, meal that you might provide or the cup of coffee that you might provide and that that might be uh, just over the edge You start losing customers, so I was told by uh, another author uh, This story and I'm going to pass it on that one of the major airlines in the United States Realized that they could save as much as fifty thousand dollars per year on their overall airlines with all of their flights if they did one simple thing. They cut out one olive out of the salads that they were supplying. I don't know if anybody's going to miss that olive. I kind of doubt it. So there's $50,000 drops to the bottom line. They also decided that when they're tracksing up to the uh, port or up to the uh, gate from the outside that it, rather than using two engines, they would use just one engine. Well, I'm sure I wouldn't notice that because I doubt if they're going very fast, so good cut. That alone is going to save that airline $5 million. Now, another one kind of came closer to home to me, but the rest of the industry followed suit. There are no more hot meals on many, many, many of the flights. And what this airline discovered is that they took out two or three rows of seats, Uh, were taken up because of the hot meals. Uh, They were able to add seats in those rows because, see, it wasn't the cost of the meal. It wasn't the cost of the heating. Uh, That wasn't the issue. It was the weight, the actual added weight to the overall flight, overall airplane. And I'm in a city that has a lot to do with aviation and I know that the airlines are always very careful to only add weight to their overall structure, their overall airplane, uh, the base of the airplane if it's only absolutely needed. And then there's new things in composites and and the way they can make a uh, structural design that they're taking weight out. Wow. So this, removing the hot meal, though, netted $50 million per year per that airline. Wow, that drops to the bottom line normally. And I'm sure that was also adding back the extra uh, luggage or an extra capacity to haul people and luggage. Now, in my company, I have to watch costs. And this whole discussion is going to hinge upon how good and how professional you are. Uh, And I did mention these on two other completely separate teachings like this. One was knowing your numbers. You know someone in business uh, must at some point be able to really understand their accounting understand their numbers understand how the numbers were derived and you don't have to be the bookkeeper you don't have to enter the numbers but as owner or CEO or our key person inside your company you better understand your numbers because you wouldn't know that these things that I just talked about would save that much money unless you really understand your numbers I also taught on job costing, and that would be one of those cases again. If you don't know what it's costing you to do this job, supply this meal, fix this person's hair, that's both, the, both the, uh, selling a product. See, in my business, I have to know what the costs are for these parts that you see behind me. We sell these parts, and we work always trying to always improve and be- get a better understanding of what the cost is because we could be selling something under cost. I don't want to do that. Another uh, cost uh, reduction or or uh, saving money uh, thing happened in our company back in 2009. We had a huge economic downturn. I had 65 employees the uh, start of 2009, and about four months later, I had only 24 employees. That means I let off 41 employees, if my numbers right, and uh, that hurt. That hurt me a lot. I had to tell 41 people that used to work for me. They'd need to go find a job someplace else. Unfortunately, is when there's not many jobs for anybody else. Now, we had insurance. They had a gap. They had uh, unemployment insurance that I'd paid for. So there was a window of time. It wasn't just out on the street because I, uh, they, I had to let them go. But I had to cut costs. You better believe I brought the core people in. We looked at everything and maintained a new standard of cost on certain things. Example, this is this Surprises people. If you go into our bathroom at the shop, you would have yes, an air dryer, which is fairly common. But a lot of our guys don't want to put their hands into an air dryer. And in the past, before two thousand nine, we had a, this dispenser on the wall, and we had paper, and we somebody would roll out like you know they would roll out like eight of eight feet of paper and dry their hands, and they'd put it over in the trash. And at the end of the day, we had a whole a bucket full, a whole big container full of, of uh, hand wipes. Well, we went out and bought a wash machine and dryer. Older, used, but commercial grade. And we bought white hand rags. And we put in our bathrooms, right here today, we put a little clip. It's really the, a paper clip that has a little spring to it. We put a nail on it and we put bob. And under bob, we put a little paper clip and we hung a white hand towel. That's Bob's hand towel. We took on George. We put one for George. We put one for Gary. We put one for everybody. And once a week, we go in there and pull all those, put them in the wash, wash them. And anytime somebody wants another hand towel, they can just go get a clean hand towel. But you know, at home, I don't wash my and dry my hands once and then every single time get a brand new uh, uh, towel, I use it over and over again and it's my same towel. We saved, I think in the neighborhood of $100, well about $50 a week. Well that adds up. It was, and, and so we're, we're looking at cost savings. Now there's limits. You know that. And if we're not careful, you could overdo it and you could run people away. Uh, I'll tell you a couple limits. I have a, a place I, I got coffee. And I kind of don't like this about this place because I went and I had a cup of coffee and it clearly said 20 ounces. And then a few days or weeks or after doing this for a long time, actually weeks and weeks and weeks and months, and get my cup of coffee in the morning. I noticed that the price on the coffee went up 7 or 8 cents. Well, I can buy that. I can understand it went 7 or 8 cents up. So from whatever price it was, it's now 7 or 8, maybe five, 5 to 7 cents higher. Well, I could kind of live with that, but then I noticed they changed the cup. It doesn't say 20 ounces anymore. It says large. They don't tell me what the size, and I looked at that compared to the old cup. They tried to, they, they actually took volume off. Uh, I started buying my coffee someplace else. I'm tight. Well, we got to be watch at this. Uh, uh, if we're not careful, uh, we're going to end up with uh, people that are that are uh, upset with us. We have customers. You see, I wouldn't go to my customer, which is a long-standing customer, and try to shave it down too much to give them something less, something of lesser quality, or lesser size, or lesser weight. I just wouldn't do that. Uh, that's that's me. But I can look at what I'm doing to produce it and cost. Less to get there less for me to make it and there's where we try to cut our cost You see our customers want to hear me say to them and I tell them all the time We don't have a job unless my customer has a customer so my customers so we make these parts We don't sell them to just anybody. They're not a commodity item we sell them to one particular customer and they then assemble them into a final product and then they sell it to their customer. You see, if I raise my price too much, I'm too expensive, my parts are too expensive, I drive the cost of my customer, the local company we deal with, so that their costs are too high, and then we're not competitive against the rest of the world on that product. So I try to always, what we call, cost management partnership. We are asked to, and we bring ideas that will actually make the sales price less. It's another subject, but it fits right in here. Well, I hope this is helpful to you. You're reducing your cost is going to be important to making profit. I hope you'll share these. Uh, these are uh, designed to inspire better business. Uh, just being willing to, to, on the bottom of your, uh, after you view this, right, if you'll just scroll down a little bit, you'll see where you can leave a comment. You can hit a button that says, I like this. Boy, that helps us because other people see that. Thank you.